0: My name is Matt. And I'm Mac. And this is
1: Sip, Sip of, of Success. Success. So hello everybody, welcome back. Um, we hope that you all had an amazing Thanksgiving break. Obviously we missed a week, so uh, it's it's been a minute. Matt and I had to eat some turkey, do some pretty, unfortunately, extensive Black Friday shopping. But how was your Thanksgiving, Matt?
0: It was good. Was good. it good? Yeah, long.
1: Long? What? Yeah. I,
0: well, explain yeah. yourself. <laughs> I went home early, so. Mm. But it's That's weird now but with only one week of class, one week of exams, and then we're done.
1: I hate it. I don't know where the semester like <laughs> yeah. went. I really feel like just yesterday I was moving to my apartment and it was sunny and beautiful yeah. and now it's cold and everybody's sad. <laughs> it's it's a mess. Yeah,
0: but I'm ready for break.
1: hmm I know. Nice fourish mm-hmm. four ish weeks off. Yeah.
0: One this one week of exams and then we're done.
1: This one really hard week. That will take four weeks to recover from. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we are talking about guess. You guys guess. guess. I, we're going to give you like five yeah. seconds. I just want you to think in your head what we're going to talk about. Okay. You're right. It's exams. It's exam, Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> really proud of you guys for uh, spicing it up and figuring it out yourselves.
0: The, my uh, favorite topic exam.
1: Oh, yes. How many exams do you have, Matt? Only Three. I have four. Three, three, three,
0: three. Mm-hmm. three and up. Yeah, I don't have... Or actually, no, f- I have an essay. So oh, okay.
1: Four, okay. Four. Yeah. yeah. That's not, not awful. No. no.
0: I think I think in college it's a lot easier when you only take f- five classes. Because in high school, like, I took eight. So... It was a lot. Even idea. if I had one... If one class didn't have an exam, that's seven exams. But
1: Whew, they're harder thing. in
0: college and they count. <laughs> they're and a little they're, more important.
1: They're actually, like, cumulative. You know how, like, in high school it'd be like, ooh, two questions from the first test. No, now it's like... Thirty-three percent. The first test we learned, like, four months ago. 66, yeah. or, no, another 33%. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I can't. Obviously, I'm not a math major. <laughs> it's another exam. It's just, it's a mess, but what are we sipping on?
0: Get We're food. sipping on Immaculate Consumption. Or, no, Immaculate Consumption?
1: Yeah, I think it's Immaculate. Yeah. Yes, 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 they have the best food. iMac, iMac. iMac, That's yeah. That's what we call it.
0: But I'm sipping on the Concentration, which is just their coffee with... Uh, grass fed butter and coconut oil and it's really good. Mm-hmm. And then you're just having iced ice coffee. coffee. Yeah. I would give mine. This is probably like this is the best coffee so far.
1: Really? That I've had,
0: yeah. You like it? Yeah, yeah it's, I like it's
1: it. there's a recipe on my mom used to make it's like bulletproof coffee mm-hmm. and it's literally that.
0: Yeah, coconut and oil and butter. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's really good. I could not tell you except she used um G, which is like fermented oh, butter yeah, or something. Yeah. It's supposed to be you or can G- get all that in G- Trader. G- yeah, ghee it's ghee you're right. Wow, I'm yeah. unconscious.
0: No, it's good and there's no cream in it either, which is cool. It's, it's delicious it's good yeah. with
1: cream in it and i used to put like coconut sugar mm-hmm. back when i was like bougie and we could afford i could afford to go to whole foods and get some coconut sugar pre-college days
0: yeah but definitely definitely get this one
1: uh-huh mine's I good mean. too but it's just like it's just iced coffee it's much better than what they serve in the library no offense mm-hmm. usc um but i mean it's it's, it's not as good as yeah. Dunkin', but it's it's good yeah I'm a big duncan iced coffee girl yeah, Not but, from the north, but yeah. here we are.
0: <laughs> but we're talking about exams, which is, I feel like, more your oh, 100%. your speed, um, pre-med and whatnot. So you have a lot more experience than I do. I mean, I take exams too, but...
1: I'm also a junior, so I've got a whole year, yeah, you
0: know? Yeah, for sure. But you have definitely probably have a lot different time with exams versus, you know, I'm a journalism major, so... You do a taking, lot of
1: essays more?
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, writing yeah. classes, whatnot, so... But, yeah... Tell us how you study, Mac.
1: Okay, so we're going to go down, because studying isn't just, like, studying. Like, that's what, I feel like the conception, and maybe not if you're an upperclassman, but for the underclassman, it's like, oh, I'm just going to sit down for 10 hours and crank it out. Like, that's not how I feel like studying in college works. It's more, like, it's almost a mind game. Like, you know how people Mm -hmm. say, like, oh, exercise is worth it because it's short-term pain for long-term game. It's, like, the same thing. It's not about, like oh, you need to lift X number of weights. It's about consistency. It's about um, motivation. It's about making sure that you have the tools to succeed and that you have the right, like, mental fortitude to bust your butt and study. So we're going to go through how I study. But first... I think it's really important to kind of talk about motivation it's like matt what motivates you to study like why do you why are you studying
0: so i think well going back to i wasn't the best student in high school Mm. but i just got burned out by senior year like i was a good student which happens i don't care anymore but i think in college when i came back into college i had kind of in not an epiphany but like oh this actually matters Mm -hmm. so i definitely have put academics first so whenever I'm studying like this week I was in the library the other night you saw until 4am you were there till (laughs) 4 yeah
1: I've never even Uh, done that I'm in three, but I've never been there I just had stuff to do but
0: I um you know I was just thinking to myself you have to have the right mindset like Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of it is how you study and studying in advance but then also if you don't go in with the right mindset especially the exam week if you don't want to do it and stuff and you don't have the motivation, then you're not going to do well. Exactly. And a lot of times I feel like you, if you think you're going to do better on something and you have the motivation mm-hmm. and you have the confidence that you're going to do well on an exam, mm-hmm. then you're going to get a better grade probably than if you have no motivation. Exactly. Because you're going to have the motivation to study.
1: Yeah, literally I feel like half the battle is keeping yourself in that really good, happy, upbeat mindset of like, don't get anxious. It's hard not to, obviously. But like like I've already said on this podcast, I would not be me without working out and running and weights. I would be an anxious mess that I was sophomore year, freshman year. That's my coping mechanism. Other people have other coping mechanisms to deal with, like stress and anxiety. But if you take, take that out of the equation, whatever way you can, whatever makes you feel good, um, and then... Add back in the like mental fortitude of like, oh, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. And my another thing that I'm really big on, and I know Matt is really big on it, because we have we have something coming up on our Insta that we're hopefully, or our Spotify, I guess, that hopefully everybody will like. But music, that's my number one. Besides exercise, yeah. like if I am listening to a song that I know gets me in the mood to study and be happy and, like, have a bright and beautiful day, that helps me. Does music Mm -hmm. help you, Matt? Or, like, what do you use to keep that good mindset? I
0: listen to um, Beethoven when I study.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like listening to Beethoven, but even, like... Or, like, classical music. But even walking to class, like, I... We're going to have a playlist that Matt and I are going to put out of, like, happy exam music. And so, like, mine is not... I don't know how Matt's going to gear his, but mine's going to be not towards studying, but, like, the in-between time. So, like, a lot of really right happy like 70s music like the idea behind kind of the design of this podcast if you guys have seen our stuff and well the idea of what my idea of what this podcast is going to be if y'all have heard um electric Light" Source chrystra uh mr blue sky it's like a really upbeat like yeah. happy song that i think really has helped me get over the hump of like oh i don't want to be here same thing with a couple of the other songs that we're going to post so it's really like the mindset thing is so important
0: yeah, for sure. You definitely have to have go into mm-hmm. exams, any um, academic thing, with the mindset that you, you want to do this, mm-hmm. and knowing that I think too, you have to relate all of your schoolwork, academic work, back to the bigger picture.
1: Yes, like, of like uh, what you're gonna do with your life. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, not in just that you're here at college for a reason. So even if it's if it's a core class and you really don't want to mm-hmm. do it, just think about like in the long run, like it does affect things, but also yeah. not tearing yourself up over it too. And I think exactly. a lot of people... How do you deal with... How do you recommend people deal with test anxiety? I don't really get test anxiety, so.
1: I got it really bad. Like, I... Especially with math courses, because I've always been, like... My parents are both math people. My dad's an engineer. My mom taught high school math. And math for me is something that not, that I like, but it doesn't come easy at all. So I get really bad anxiety before I'd go and take a math test, and it would freak me out. So what I have done to combat that, like I said earlier, is really... Is honestly exercise. Like, that has exercises completely turned my life around because like prior to me working out every day it was like constantly being in a bad mood constantly being like stressed and anxious but also there's like i read somewhere and i don't know how true this is that if you just go even on a 20 minute walk before your exam that it'll help you clear your head it'll get in the mind space and it actually makes you do better on exams so like yeah. just a tw- I, that's what i do is i before like my what was what test was that? Oh, before my selling mullet test uh, two weeks ago, I took 20 minutes. That's all it took 20 minutes. I walked around the horseshoe. I had Mr. Blue Sky or whatever song that I like that I at the moment I'm into playing in my ears. And I wasn't like out texting anybody, I was just looking around me and being like, Wow, this is amazing! This is such a good opportunity to come to college, stuff like that, you know? Yeah, so that really helps me, but you just have to find. Try different things until you find what helps with your anxiety, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's different for everybody. We have um, student health resources, services, if you feel like it's gotten to a point where it's more than just taking a walk or going on a run. Um, but there are things you can do. And I think another like another thing that I wanted to talk about as far as, like, exams and setting was grade calculation. And I also think that, like, doing grade calculation can relieve some of the anxiety. Yeah. So if, I know everybody has seen the, like, Old row post where it's like hey, you—they put it in some like calculator they found online it was like you need 174% to make like what?
0: Roger Hub. It's called Roger Hub.
1: Is it actually is it actually a website? Yeah. Okay. Well, y'all
0: I just used, I used literally to use, used to using it in high school all the time. But also going off of like anxiety, and you mentioned the health center. Oh. There is great group counseling sessions. I know there's one called oh, Taming True. Your Worry. So oh yeah, yeah. With the student health you, services. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely utilizing that if, uh-huh. if it really is a big issue for issue, you. Yeah. There's, there's resources on campus out there.
1: Oh, 100%. But yeah,
0: going to grade calculation.
1: Sorry, yeah. we always get off, off topic. Uh, but grade calculation, I feel like it relieves the like, oh, oh, like I don't want to know when I'm going to make it to class, so I'm just going to like think about it and get anxious about it later on. Like, no. If you calculate your grade, you it gives you motivation because you're like, okay, if I need a 70 on this test to pass the class, Like, that's not that hard. That's 70% of the information you've learned all semester. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of going to be, some give me questions. You just have to do well enough to pass. If that's what you're into and that's what you want, then um, final grade calculations, it's good. You know what you're doing. You know what you need. You know what you have to do. It motivates you because you can think, oh, if I am at an 88 right now and I need a 95, then let let me just suck it up. Suck it up, pain in the library for another hour. Go get yourself a pack of Skittles. Suck it up. And um, just go for the extra hour so that you can get the grade that you need to pass the class. You know what I'm saying?
0: And I think one thing is is our generation in general mm-hmm. has an issue with we want immediate satisfaction. So exactly. sitting in the library, for, we'll go for an hour and then be like, oh, what's the point? But it's That's just, stupid. for me, I have to realize it's literally just if I sit here for two more hours, it's going to help a lot more than anything mm-hmm. else. And it's two hours that I probably would just go spend sitting around doing nothing. So exactly. just having the mindset of... I'm just going to get the, you have to get this done, but also being positive about it.
1: Yeah. And I think that there are ways to do that. And, you know, guys, like whatever is going on, if you feel like you can't pass, if you do a grade calculation, you can't pass the class. There's grade forgiveness. I had to do grade forgiveness because I've, like I've said before, I failed organic and I had to do grade forgiveness so that I could get my A on my transcript, Mm -hmm. you know, like there are options for you. And it's not the end of the world. Like it feels it's like not. it. It feels like it is. It really does. It feels like it is. But I'm so confident in my ability to get into med school. I'm so confident in the kind of doctor that I want to be and know I'm going to be. And I failed a class. Like it's not. It's not the end of the world. Like at it, it, the time, it may seem like it, but it's not.
0: And in the end, mm-hmm. it, it motivated you more. And oh my gosh! The same yes. thing. It's just your mindset of once you just need to overcome it, and it's just exactly. an obstacle in
1: the road. Exactly. Yeah. Beautiful. See, like, look, y'all. So much, we're such, so much better, you know, like everything gets good. Everything.
0: But speaking of grade calculation, yes. so there is like the GPA thing online, calculator. but you can calculate your GPA based on what you think you're going to get in your courses for your overall GPA on your student portal at mm-hmm. my.se. So that's definitely a good thing to use.
1: Yeah, you got to go to, um, I think it's into registration and then into, uh, what is that called?
0: Yeah. Does your, that your student profile.
1: No. It's somewhere on my.se. It is, and you have to, like, go into another program. Though I can't remember the name. It is DegreeWorks. Sorry. Okay, yeah, you guys, you can go into DegreeWorks and calculate your overall GPA. Yeah, it's like the what-if calculator, I think. Um, But, yeah, so grade calculation's important, obviously. Um, We've already talked about motivation. So now we're going to talk about my least favorite topic and the thing that I find the hardest to do, which is spreading out the studying. This literally is the number one piece of advice that I hate to hear, that I hate to give, but it's the number one thing that will change your grades around. So I know you guys won't be hearing this until Monday, but if you have an exam Friday and you hear this on Monday, what I want you to do, grab a sheet of paper, list out the days that you have. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, to study, Friday to study. And I want you to Friday, the day of the exam, general very small amount of review if it's in if it's like late at night like my organic exam is at seven o'clock So obviously I have the entire day to do what I need to do and get it done but Review 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 the day of the exam the day before the exam and take those other I guess you have three days at this point take those other three days go through all of the information that you need this is the crucial part and this is the most annoying part I want you to go back to old tests I want you to go back to old quizzes I want you to go through your notes and list every topic of information so for example if you like like I just did cell MLX. so like I would go through and list like photosynthesis I don't list like oh here's the electron transport chain or like oh here's what a chloroplast does I I put photosynthesis overarching and then that's my like one topic And then I add the other topics in from the first exam that we took, and I study that for a day. So I act like I'm studying for one exam a day, or two days if you have the seven days. Um, The seven days like before an exam. You shouldn't really start more than seven days. And go through and think about it in terms of test, and start studying in advance. Start studying in advance. Even if it's just like, you have an exam the next day, you can only spend three hours on this one exam Take the three hours because your brain processes and remembers information so much better if it's spread out over time. Yeah. So, like, it sucks. I know it sucks. You're stressed about this other exam. You don't really want to study for the one that's a week away. But you have to in order to su- succeed in that exam because that is isn't an, an A in English, even though it may be a week away and you don't want to study for it, is the same as an A in organic chemistry, even though that's three days from now and you're stressed about that. Like, there are... It doesn't really matter. You get what I'm saying? Like, all, all grades are weighted the same at USC as long as, like, it's not like in high school where it was like, oh, your AP class would do you better in credits, so you might as well really study for that AP class to make an A in that. That's not how it works in college anymore. You know? It doesn't have extra weight to your GPA.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. And I think, obviously, retention's a lot better than cramming. Yes, 100%. Do it over time. But if you are going to cram, it's... You're a lot better off sleeping than you are pulling all nighter.
1: Yes, You'll please do not pull an re- all
0: nighter. You'll retain the information a lot better. Yes. If you even if it's just two or three hours, I read an article recently. It's a lot better to instead of just going to get a coffee and be like, I only have four hours left. Like Suck going it to sleep yeah. it, for sleep. just a few hours, mm. your brain is a lot more focused and a lot more alert. Mm done staying up all
1: night oh 100% you need to sleep also eating I've seen people in the library be like well I don't want to leave this table so like I'm gonna grab a power bar and suffer no you need to eat y'all please eat people that just eat a power Mm -hmm. bar that doesn't like feed your brain at all and I it's like protein's really good for some reason someone told me one time that like eating like eggs like scrambled eggs an egg sandwich from wherever for whatever reason the way that the proteins work and i don't know i'm in some like i'm pre med, but i can't say like i can't explain this in any way shape or form but it, does, it has something to do with like the coating on your myelin sheaths of your um, neurons so if you eat eggs it coats them better and it help, it's able to help you think more also your nervous system relies on sugar so if you eat like an orange beforehand Evidently, oranges relieve stress, but that's also sugar, so your brain's able to think a little bit better and a little bit faster than it normally would have if you were eating like. Let me go get some uh, chicken minis from Chick Fil A. They are freaking good, but maybe pick up an egg and cheese biscuit instead, so you get those that good um, eggs, the good whatever's in eggs mm-hmm. that makes that helps, you know.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and what are some studying methods that you use to study? Obviously, every course is different, it's different how I study because yeah. I'm journalism major, so with like writing courses. I really can't I mean you have to put in the work over the semester to become a, learn the writing and stuff and whatnot so there's not much studying involved mm. other than practicing what you're going to write for and whatnot but like for some more science-based classes or also even core classes what do you do to study Mac?
1: So I have gotten this down to a science it's taken me forever studying is not like a oh I know exactly how to study no one ever knows exactly how to study it's a matter of like kind of building the tools in your toolkit to learn how to study and knowing what you can do um, and what opportunities that you have and what tools you have to study for certain classes. So my setting is very intensive and I love it this way because I feel like even if I don't make the grade that I'd like, I still know and retain the information, which for me or anybody that's going to take like an MCAT, an LSAT, a GRE, you still need to retain the information later on. So you may as well learn it now when you have to, and your grades will improve. Um, so I do color-coded study guides. I Like I already said, I've already made my um, plan to figure out what I need to study, how I need to study it. And then I grab a plain white sheet of paper, which is oddly specific, but when I put it on a white sheet of paper, for whatever reason, it helps me differentiate it from like pencil and notebook paper. I get a pen, I go through, and I write out everything I need to know. I draw all the diagrams related to the topic. I write them very, not like small per se, but I hate seeing white, when I'm doing my study guides, I hate seeing like white space and paper. So I'll draw a little box around one topic and then I'll go into the next topic or the next drawing. And then after that, I grab three different colors. One of them is topics themes, because it's really important when you're studying details, especially for things like biology or especially, or things like um, anatomy, you need to think about the overarching, like, theme. So, like, you can't, like, if I put at the top of the page photosynthesis, then I know that all of this information is related to photosynthesis, yes, instead of thinking, like, getting bogged down in the details and not remembering, oh, well, the electron transport chain, I don't know where this comes into play. But if you have that immediate, like, what certain color? This is a heading. This is what I need to know. It's perfect. It keeps you like c- concentrated and motivated. And then anything that's a definition, I highlight the f- the definition the word in a different color from the heading. That way, if I'm if I have 30 minutes before the exam, I can go through and look at those definitions really quick. Um, I always carry a mini whiteboard with me, and I have I'm like I said, this is a very excessive excessive stuff this is but this is exactly how I study y'all um I grab a mini whiteboard and I have like ultra fine um white expo markers so I will go and I will write that definition really quick as I'm studying. those many minutes before but it's the general information because those are questions like definition questions are questions you either know or you don't so if you write them down if you go through the definitions um then hopefully at the last minute, it'll save you. And then the third color, and you can adjust this. So like, for example, organic chemistry, I do a fourth color, which would be um, reactions because that's a large part of organic chemistry is reactions. Um, But the third color, I do anything that's like an overarching like theme, but something that is very important. So not just like the title of photosynthesis, it would be like, this is how chlorophyll works or like, this, like the electron transport train, is really important in, because of the proteins that ATP synthase that's eventually going to make ATP, which is the entire point of photosynthesis. So it's like the minor things that you need to know, but are still really good for the last minute studying and cramming. And I highlight that entire thing so I'm able to see the starred information, the important overarching theme information um quickly and go on with my life
0: yeah i like kind of like you're saying like on mind map for it depends yeah, on exactly. what you're studying for again but mind maps are great if you're a visual learner and color coding mm. all of your work and whatnot and uh. also when you do your notes in general i think color coding is a great idea mm. but for a lot of classes that are note-taking based i like do you ever do cornell notes do you know what Cornell uh, notes yeah, are? yeah, I know what they're I've never yeah. I don't really do them. I you've been doing Cornell notes since high school. There's also a lot of other note kind of note mm-hmm. taking styles out there. for Cornell Notes was in created, um, I forget mm-hmm. when it was created, but obviously at Cornell University, the Ivy League school. So cool. But basically what you do is on the left side, and you can even buy notepads. Yeah, we have some in the Cornell SSC. Notes. Yeah, but I used to just in high school and I took notes and I still do I just kinda like take a regular notepad and mm-hmm. do it. But Your left side is a narrow column, and that's where you put questions that you have or, like, big ideas. And then you obviously have your main section, which is where you put your notes. Mm -hmm. And at the bottom of each page, you have, like, your synthesis or your synopsis of whatever's on that page for notes. So you're just kind of summarizing the big ideas. So you've got your questions so that when you are studying, you can go back cover your regular notes up and have those questions and ask yourself that. Mm -hmm. And then at the bottom, you also, when you're just trying to find specific stuff, you have your summary. So when you are trying to just, you know, last minute Mm -hmm. kind of study, just Mm -hmm. going through and reading that um, synopsis at the bottom. Oh yeah. So Cornell Notes is a great system to use for note-taking, if any of you want to look into that. There's other note-taking systems out there Mm -hmm. and whatnot, but that's a great one. Also, if you're going to do color coding, that's another great way to do things.
1: But with color coding, I will say, don't try to do it in class. My in-class notes are disgusting and garbage. And I literally Mm -hmm. have things scribbled everywhere because I go back and I know that I have to make this color coded study guide of synopsis of like what is going on later. So don't try to color code in class because you don't want to miss any information. That's like the important part is it, when you color code, you know, there's always a joke about the girl with the 15 pins in class. And if she says she's going to fail, you're probably going to fail too. But I disagree completely because I only have four colors in my color coding, and then if I'm drawing a diagram, I use different colored pens so that I can more easily see the diagram. But there is no need to have 20 colored pens and like definitions, and then this is a minor thing that this is underlined in this color, and then this is over relates to this, and that's that color. That's excessive. That's unnecessary. Don't let color coding hinder you. Does that make sense? Matt? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Because yeah. yeah. I, I think don't people don't stress listen.
0: about taking the notes in class. But that's another way that I like to study is I'll have my notes, but I will go through and rewrite, rewrite the notes oh, and summarize glorious. the notes. That's, that's the best, best way to
1: study, yeah. I think. Because, again, you're rethinking about, mm. like, what you're doing and how you're doing it. Um,
0: and then going back and rereading stuff is a great way. Uh, but you have, to, but rereading, you have to be an active reader whenever yes. you read. You can't just go through and skim stuff because yeah. it's going kind to of go in one way and out, out the other. Out the other, exactly. But active reading is, you know, going through and highlighting stuff, writing notes on the sides. Mm-hmm. What do they call it when you do... Um, when you read books and you have to, like... Annotations? Annotations, yeah. So using your active reading. when If you are going to go back and reread stuff, don't just go and read it. Oh, 100%. But actually be active about it.
1: And another thing that I like to do, and this is, like, one of my secret tips, but it's also, like, remember how I mentioned earlier when we were talking about the studying in advance, how the last day before the exam should be left for review. I love to go back in my textbook, which I don't... I'm not a big textbook person. I never really use a textbook unless I need extra, like... explanations but when they have those chapter summaries at the end they're amazing because they kind of give you the bigger picture of what's going on so go back and read those a couple times and you should have already studied enough at this point to where it's more like active reading and that you already know what's going on it's just a matter of like putting the connections in and seeing how this relates to that and what is the overarching thing theme of the small details that you might have just memorized but okay this is oh this is my favorite thing in the world Literally, like, I love whiteboards. Whiteboards are my number one. I have one in my room. There's one in the apartment. I, there's, like, three in the apartment in my study room. I use those. I use the one in my room. Uh, the SSC. Have y'all been to the SSC? I don't I don't know. Most people have, wouldn't you say?
0: I would say so, but also, just to note, not necessarily on topic, but I'm pretty sure that they're turning one floor of the library into it's going to look it's going to be similar to like the SSC. It's going to be more of a group studying. <sighs> You're company. kidding me. But they'll have whiteboards. I'm so excited. But I know the whiteboards are everywhere during exam week. I see them. Oh, they're all scattered around. Yeah. Because yeah. I
1: mean, people For like. For your
0: science major. Orgo.
1: Yeah. But even like, there's ways you can use whiteboards, which we'll get to. Whiteboards are everywhere. The SSC is all whiteboards. I will always be up there. Feel free to come and say hi to me because I'm probably going to be like bun in hand, like monster energy drink in the other hand and like writing on the board furiously. Um... But whiteboards are so important because you make like Those After I've color-coded my notes, I take them and I go on a whiteboard and I write as much as I can remember. And then what I can't remember from those notes, I put in a different color and I read them over and over and over again. And then I try to ask myself questions based off of it and I re-answer them. Whiteboards are amazing because they give you the big picture. They obviously, you can spread out your information or like practice problems, which for things like organic chemistry, for any math class, like physics, I'm going to go study physics today and I'm going to use a whiteboard because you can see, you can spread out all the information that you need to know. You have it all on one whiteboard and you can go through it systematically step by step and figure out like what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I love whiteboards. Please use whiteboards, even if you're not sure how to use them, just creating a topic and then thinking about each aspect of that topic. Another way that I like to like think about it is in the middle, maybe you should write like cats, like if we're going to make a mind mapping, because I think a lot of people might not know what that is, but write cats in the middle of the board, circle it on to draw lines coming from all directions and think like, what do cats eat? So in the next bubble, right, eat. And then from there, give three or four bullet points of like what cats eat. Cats eat fish, cats eat milk, cats do this, in relation to eating. And then the next one, go to another square box and think, okay, well, this is what a cat looks like. Draw a cat, draw a cat, label the cat. Talk about like, oh, this is taking a different meaning because in anatomy lab, we had to dissect cats. And so I was thinking, like, name the muscles of the cat. But that's not what we're doing here. Um, but just go through, like, each individual topic and think about it in a way. Wouldn't you say that? Was that a pretty good example of mind mapping? Yeah, mind mapping is
0: yeah. a great thing. It's definitely something that you can research. It's all There's so much out there. Oh,
1: that's that. true. And it's so useful.
0: Yeah. But to finish up, one thing is, um, what are some resources on campus that students can use this week for exam week that students can use? So, okay, so, so what do
1: you, think, you guys both know that Matt and I work in the Student Success Center, so I'm going to pull up the all of the things that we're doing. So we're doing Finals Frenzy. Finals Frenzies
0: are great. I'm going to use it for my stat my stat class. Yes,
1: Finals Frenzies are amazing. If you go to sc.edu slash success and scroll down a little bit, um, go to Final Exam Review Sessions, and they're all in the Russell House. Um, they're going to be held in the Russell House Theater, and they're all at different times. But, like, there are classes. For example, Orgo 2 does not have an SI leader for any of the classes, but they're doing a Finals Frenzy for it. So even though you don't have an SI leader for a class, look and see if one of the tutors has stepped up and decided to do a finals frenzy. And so that's a two-hour review of everything that you need to know for your exam. It's not teacher-specific, but it is course-specific. So sometimes, like, you may go to the SI or whoever's teaching the course with uh, a specific example. They might not be able to help you, but it's still, like, good to kind of see everything that you need to know and what you need to do. Um, There's also
0: lots of open study places throughout campus. That's true. Darla opens up rooms. Oh, does it? Okay, I didn't know that. And then... Going back to the Student Success Center, are they going to be handing out coffee all week? Yeah, coffee,
1: yeah. coffee on the mess.
0: So, yeah. December
1: 8th, 9th, and 10th.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, so lots of in. resources on campus that you can use for exam weeks. So I don't feel like, I know a lot of stuff kind of shuts down, but, but no, there's it's... lots of things that you can do out there. And
1: so. then I know a lot of the, like, re- if you're a freshman, a lot of the residence halls are doing things. Like, are you having to do things as an RM with them?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, breakers and
1: all But there are always options. There are always people willing to help you. So please seek those out if Yeah. And again, mm-hmm. like
0: we were mentioning student counseling services, mm-hmm. things like that. You know, any like anxiety busters, whatnot.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure that they're, usually student health services does like yoga during the semester, yoga and like meditation classes. I'm sure that they're having something specific for exam week. I'm not really sure what that is, but if you guys want to just go to their website, um, it might say something about like that. And then I know Strom, oh, another cool thing I found out. During exam week, group X classes are free. Like, you know how at Strom they do the exercise classes and they're yeah. usually like $10 a class? They're free during exam week. So go do, um, maybe do a biking thing. Just take a break from your exams to make it productive and either go try to meditate or go exercise or go and cook yourself a really nice dinner or go hang out with your friends. Like, there, there are a lot of really good resources on campus during exam yeah, week.
0: Yeah, for sure. But to finish up, what are our apps of the
1: Okay, day? two apps of the day, one of which I do not necessarily like but it's one a lot of people like, so which is why we're including it. That would be Quizlet.
0: Everyone knows about Quizlet.
1: Everybody knows about Quizlet, but <laughs> I think it's a good, some people don't actually, sometimes when I'm giving a success consultation, they're like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, let me change your life. Quizlet is sometimes good. I hate Quizlet. That's not how I learn. I can't, if I flash flashcard, I'm horrible at like blatant memorization. Yeah. Um. So, but if that's your thing, if that's your style, Quizlet's a great app to use. Um, there's also, for you more science-minded people, there's something called Anki, which I don't use, but I know a lot of med students use, because Mm -hmm. they'll let you put on diagrams and, like, label them, so, like, specifically, I'm thinking for, like, my anatomy final, I use something similar to an Anki, where you have to, like, put a dot and flip it over and figure it out, um, but that's one app of the day, but I don't really like that app of the day, so I have a second app of the day, the second app of the day is Scannable, so, have you heard of Scannable, Matt?
0: I have not, no. You have an
1: iPad. I'm surprised you have it. Yeah. So, what Scannable does is if you have a piece of paper or you have those final exam study guides that you're making, you can take a picture, you open the app, and you can, like, scan it. Like, it would be through a scanner. So, um... By, no one has no one has
0: printing scanners anymore.
1: Exactly. So. It's Well, the library evidently just got one for some reason. But, again, you take a picture... It's not really a picture, it like literally is scanning it and it digitizes it and it makes it a PDF. So that way you can save it. It also does the same thing for whiteboards. So if you have made a beautiful, like I see people, which I hate these, this is against my code, the Orgo whiteboards where it's like, draw on every single reaction. Like, that I don't think is very helpful for studying because you're not doing any practice, you're just restating what you've already written on the paper sort of a thing, for specifically for organic. But that's an important sheet that you might want to have. So if you do Scannable, you can Scannable the whiteboard. So you can keep all of that. Yeah, it is a really great app. Um, And then you can have multiple. Like I personally love papers. If you see me in the library, I have like six stacks of papers that all mean different things spread out everywhere. Takes me about twenty minutes to pack up. But um, Scannable will really help cut down on that, and it'll let you have those things where you can't lose them, or you can't break them, or if you need to share them with a friend, or. Whatever you need to do with those digitized images, I just think it really helps. It helps the organization of exam week, which is kind of key.
0: Which is great, yeah. So Quizlet, Scannable. What was the other one you mentioned?
1: Oh, Anki. Anki. Okay.
0: So yeah. so Quizlet, Anki, and Scannable. Anki's on an three app, apps. though. Okay. Anki's
1: like a website. A it's, website a, yeah. it's like a... Don't use Anki. Unless you... Not now. Not when we're in exam week, but definitely check it out for next semester. Yeah.
0: So definitely use Quizlet, Scannable during exam weeks. But... We hope you have a great exam week.
1: It's going to go great, guys. I'm really worried about all of you. I know this sounds, like, stupid, but y- y'all are listeners. I care about every one of you. Matt cares about every one of you. You are special. You are important. And you're going to freaking rock this exam week.
0: Yeah, rock it. We're going to rock, rock it. it. <laughs> yes, exactly. One more week. But catch us next week. We're going to have an episode, and it's going to be all about spending and saving during the holiday season, Ugh. so when you're home for break, when you're going home on your drive home next Monday, listen to us. We'll still be here in Columbia, sadly. Uh, <laughs> but,
1: it's Mcat season, boys. But, Matt, why are you gonna still be here?
0: All around. So. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> love but, that for
0: us. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about all things about, you know, getting gifts for people, how to save when you're home, spending and whatnot. So it's definitely we spend more during the holidays. Oh yeah, it's hard But enough. yeah, but we'll see everyone next week. Thanks for listening, guys.
1: Yes. Bye.
0: This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina.
1: Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org.